people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show, man, bringing you today another Lewis Hose Material Mass Part 3 podcast about Mr. Ty Lopez. <laughs> I don't know, for some reason, it just makes me laugh, it just makes me laugh. But guys, here we go, I got a quote from Ryan Holiday, yeah? Whatever success you're after, keep in mind that someone else has already had it, hated it. And deluded themselves into thinking that just a little more would solve their problems. Makes you really think about materialistic things, right people? I just gotta keep breaking this down because it's just so much to go over. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about, hey, man, if I look at my life right now, okay? As you guys already know my stories in terms of me moving, in terms of doing this, in terms of doing that. I'm gonna be honest. I was one of those that made $600 per month. Then I went up to $1,000 per month. This is teaching here in Thailand, right? But I wasn't able to save anything. I wasn't able to travel. I wasn't able to do anything. You know what I mean? But then I said, you know what? I deserve more. So then I had two jobs at one uh, at one time. It was a language center on weekends. And then, of course, my uh, a school that I was working at went up to $2,000 a month. Okay, now that's really good money. Is that as much as I made in Australia? No. Okay, now the thing is... It, I quit that job, went full-time at the place I'm at right now, which is going to change very, very soon. And I would make basically between, I guess you could say, 1500 US dollars all the way up to 3300 US dollars a month. But it fluctuates. I don't like that fluctuating stuff. I like to go only up, and that's the end of it. And so if you ask me right now what I'm going into right now, of course, in Bangkok, that's going to be between 3000 and 5000 US dollars a month. That's all I need. I'm done. I'm going to throw about more than half of that into my U.S. bank account, put another half into my emergency account at UOB. I want to invest a little bit of this and just leave some money for me, of course, to eat and et cetera, et cetera. That's all I want. I don't want an Audi. I don't want a Bugatti. I don't want all this materialistic garbage that a lot of people saturate themselves with. I'm going to give you a nice story. Mr. Christian Guzman, if you actually put his name in on uh, YouTube, you're going to find out that he is a fitness phenom, okay? He's one of those people, they're in the fitness, entrepreneur, has a business, has a gym, has all that stuff. But one of the things about him, if I act, the energy he emanates in his videos, he's not happy. He's depressed. He is. Another one is Chris Jones. He says, hey, what's up, homies and homies? I can feel that he is not 100%. He's not 100% happy with his life. I really and truly believe that because I'm an energy guy. So when I see his face and I see him picking up some boxes for his business and doing this and doing that, and has Alpha Elite and the other one has Pump Chasers, all these different brands and they sell different pre-workouts and t-shirts and joggers and all that stuff, it's all money-based. What about the relationships? What about the friends and everything? What about the traveling, the fun and hobbies, this, that? Mm-mm. No. No. And this is what's so terrifying. This is why I'm a little bit terrified at this point. Because right now, 2017 to 2018, this is one of the biggest junctures that I'm heading to in my heading into right now in my life. Because, guys, within two years, it isn't gonna be three to five thousand US dollars a month anymore. It's gonna go up to ten thousand. It's gonna go up to twenty, then thirty. But I've already told myself that I am comfortable living with 3000 to 5000 US dollars. Now, now, I will make the rest. I'm not putting a little barrier up in my mind saying, no, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Nope. What I am going to do, though, 
is I'm gonna develop the Arsenio Buck Foundation, whereas we build schools for in different areas in different third world countries. So a lot of that is gonna be dedicated to building up schools, giving education, teaching some things, teaching the teachers there how they can teach this and do this and do that. That's my goal. That's all that's my life assignment. So within five years, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Everything's just going to be residual income. I'm still going to probably have a full-time job somewhere around there, or I might not need it anymore. But my goal is just to teach anyways. And if I'm not teaching, of course, in classroom here in Bangkok, I'll be somewhere else doing my thing. That's what – and so if you look at the way I look at money, it's like, okay, it enables me to go to my Kazakhstan next year, okay? Australia. Few Spartan races, get the trifecta, do the beast, the super, and the sprint. It enables me to probably get a personal trainer. These guys are super expensive at the place I'm working at right now. But it enables me to try to get a trainer, and I really want this particular trainer. She's so beautiful. She's like a tomboy, but she's beautiful. Anyways, oh my god. It enables me to do things that I love, okay? I'm talking about the Kazakhstan, going to Morocco for the TEDx, doing this, doing that. Okay, okay. Hey, very, very happy. But the thing is, it's not so much about my personal needs and wants. I'm trying to figure out what everyone else out there needs. Gary Vee, he didn't put it in a very good context. I forgot what he said. But basically, if you're trying to get out of that horrible job so you can sit on a beach and make residual income, etc., etc., no. Jack Ma says it this way. He says, find a need and fill it. So many people want to take, 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 such as my family. Unfortunately, love them, but they want to take, 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 take. In terms of me giving money, 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 was it was never enough for them. It didn't matter. I was always labeled as the selfish, the selfish and stingy one. No, I'm one of those that say, listen, if you think the same way I do, thoughts and developing your mind, your subconscious, doing this, doing that, just pick up a book and read it. That's all I'm telling you to do. If you don't want to read, bye, you're done. You, you got to help yourself. I can't help you. If you believe that my money is going to change you, forget about it. This is all based on materialism. Lewis Ho said it this way. He said, I think one of the big reasons why men specifically chase money and fame is because they were turned away earlier from those feelings of acceptance and attachment. And they found some security in this myth that being rich, that having that Ty Lopez house will finally make them feel like men. Hey. You know, I still remember the Kelly Dansby, the Scott, blah, 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 the, the guys, the big-headed jocks that played football back at my high school, back in the day, about 11 years ago. And they had cars. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything. You know, I had some money going in because I actually did a wonderful, wonderful project uh, going into my senior year of high school. But I could never hang out with those guys. Why? Because I never had a car. They thought I was the cheap one. They thought I was the poor one. And now, what are they doing? <laughs> Maybe some of them might be dead. Some of them went to these big universities only to quit and go back to Las Vegas and just do nothing. They're all overweight. They're all depressed. They're all this. They're all that. And look at me, man. You see what I mean? A lot of people they want that attachment. They want that. They want that label. They want that. You know, they want people to say, "Ooh, he's got a car. He's rich. I want him." A lot of men want that feeling. Luckily, I've never really been one of those men. I almost got made one of those men. There was actually an instance where uh, I've been – you know, because I get my suits tailor-made and stuff like that because it's very cheap here, right? 
Uh, so I could get a shirt tailor made for twenty two bucks. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry, thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars. I could get a tailored shirt here in Thailand. For the pants, it should be around thirty three dollars or whatnot. A suit could total out to one hundred U S dollars. And so I would go to this place over and over to get some stuff. Like at the beginning of this year, it was more last year into the year before that because I wanted to build up my wardrobe for basically what's going to happen next year. But then they began to get a little bit pushy. And I felt like if I had kept going back there over and over and over, I would have put on a material mask because I would always think, oh, having seven suits is not enough. I need 14. From 14, I need 21. And every time I would go back to pick something up, he would urge me to do something else. He's like, hey, here, I'll make some more shirts for you. I'm like, oh, no, I'm okay. No, 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 come make shirts. And they would literally pressure me until that last time I was there. One of the owners there, he overcharged me ridiculously. He wanted me to come back the next week to pick up a suit and literally pants for $300. And so I messaged the other guy and I said, this is why I haven't gone back in a long time. Because of that particular person. So I want him to cancel my order. Then after that, probably two hours later, I'm like, you know what, forget it. And I just blocked him. And I just never went back there. And I think I blocked that material mask from being put on. Because one, I don't like being hustled. Or, or yeah, I don't, I don't like being hustled. Especially by, you know, no offense to their, no offense to any nationalities or anything. But of course, these two Indian guys, they're, they're always out to make more money. And so that's why they always pressure me to buy more and more and more. So I'm very thankful that I said, no, enough is enough. We no longer have that bond and friendship. Get the hell out of my face. <sighs> so here we go. Before I top this bad boy off, one more Ty Lopez story. Lewis Ho said it. He said, there's two ways you can consume, okay, as a person making money. This is what he said, right? This is what Ty said. There's conspicuous consumption and inconspicuous, and conspicuous is what makes you unhappy. So I don't have any nice watches, okay, and some of my friends are like, you should have a Rolex because if you are very successful, you need to show that. Well, I don't really care about watches, never did. So if I bought a watch for myself, it would be what's called conspicuous, me trying to show off. Um, okay, so to hell with a watch. But every video you've ever made, it's you getting out of a Lamborghini, you being in a private jet, in terms of sexism, having all these women, these models, with two-piece bikini outfits on behind you in your videos. Giving out free MacBooks in a, ridiculous, crazy, a ridiculously crazy Instagram post. Lots of these things. Okay, so not having a Rolex, oh, that means I'm showing off. But what about everything else you have? Remember you standing in front of your match, your mansion talking about, oh, do you want to know your destiny? Do you want to know this? Do you do that? Follow me along with this video, but I'm going to show you this house. The house has nothing to do with anything. What do you do? <sighs> so here we go. That's not the road you want to take, okay? People like Gary Vee, of course, he talks about reinvestment, all right? Other people talk about going into the stocks, do this, do that, but don't make one. If money is just an enabler, don't make it. An identity. It's like that movie Richie Rich. Have you guys ever watched that movie Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin? He went out there to the baseball field to fit in with some of his uh, to fit in with some of the neighborhood kids. Right? He wanted to play baseball. Okay. 
So, of course, he has a butler. He has a full suit on. He goes out there. He's like, hey, can I play with you guys? And they were like, no. And he's like, come on, let me play. And then he told the girl, he challenged her that he could hit a ball off her. He did. Hit a home run. And he's like, guys, come back to my place. She felt so bad and out of place that a rich kid hit a ball off her. She was like, you don't belong around here with us. You're not friends with us. And she just told, told him to get the hell out. So this could honestly go both ways, too. But that's the problem. You're never going to see me in a damn Audi and a Mercedes Benz. Just yesterday, I walked up to my favorite place in the world, Burger King. I went there, and there was this BMW that looked like a Lamborghini. Had the red license plate indicating that this was just bought recently. I go in there. I look at some of the guys that were sitting around the table. They all looked... I mean, if you look at what they were wearing, it was ridiculous. But because they had that car, they felt that they have arrived. And that's the biggest problem, especially all around the world. I see it a lot happen here in Thailand. And I see it obviously happen a lot on Instagram and around the world with all these pseudo-entrepreneurs posting all this stuff. Guys, it's going to be time to get into part four. What can you do about it? I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. This is going to be debuting tomorrow morning, so stay tuned. This is just the last part three because I wanted to cover some stories on this. <sighs> and with that being said, people, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.